If you have your Bible, Romans 1, 17. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. This great big God, he wants to be chased and he wants to be wanted. So he's not going to give you all your answers at one time. If he did, you wouldn't keep running back to him. He's not going to fix everything immediately. He wants you to keep coming back and keep coming back. And, and, and it said in Hebrew 10, 38, Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. So listen now, the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. People don't draw back when the sun's shining, when their health is good, money in their pocket, their friends are around them, no home problems, they don't draw back. But when there's no storms and no battles, but when the enemy fights all night long, when your heart is broken and it will not heal, when you've been hurt and rejected and answers don't come, people draw back. So I, I, I want to be careful saying this, but I really don't need preachers to tell me how to act when I get the miracle. I don't need somebody to tell me how to act when I pray and God answers and the fever breaks and the bills paid and the problems solved. But I need somebody to help me to know what to do when I pray and God is silent. When I pray and it don't turn around. When my faith is stretched and I'm stressed and I feel like I stand alone. Somebody help me to know how to get an answer then. So what is faith? We go from faith to faith. This is probably, and a lot of commentary says this, but this is probably the only clear definition of faith in the Bible. Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. After Joseph's brothers sell him as a slave, he don't have faith to see himself as second under Pharaoh. Faith don't stand up inside of him that 11 years later everything just going to be plush and beautiful and glamorous and you're going to be wearing glorious robes and you're going to be wearing Pharaoh's ring and you'll be the second in the land. He don't have enough faith to get there. He just has enough faith to make it from this situation to this situation to this situation. And I'm going to keep preaching today till somebody gets a hold of it. You're trying to figure out what's going to happen three years down the road or three months down the road or even three weeks down the road. But I feel today this is the day that the Lord has made. You walk out this day and tomorrow he's going to give you strength to walk out that one. And if one door closes, he'll open another. And if something turns, he'll fix a way to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. But quit stressing yourself out about, way. well, I don't have enough faith to get there but you got enough faith to come to church today and that's all you need to make it the rest of the day. And God's going to move for you tomorrow and he's going to move for you the next day and he's going to move for you the next day and he's go you're going to go from faith to faith. Hallelujah. My little broadcast that I did like, it's not in fact, in fact, Josh reached, reached behind you and t turned out all those lights. Josh or Jace turned out all those lights back there. But my little broadcast I did last night, I talked about how you're, you're in a, everything's going good and then just in 
a moment of time, in a moment of time, you go from total light to you step into a dark place. You, you're out, you're outside, life's good, your home's good, your health's good. In a moment of time, you step into a dark place. And, and, and you didn't backslide, you didn't miss God, you didn't fail God, you didn't disappoint God. God's not punishing you, it's just called real life. And a lot of people don't like to deal with this. They think because we live for God, we never have problems. Just because I got saved, the devil didn't die. And just because I got saved, I didn't get a celestial body. My body still faces sicknesses and illness and things. But no matter what I face, God's going to work it for my good. No matter what comes against me, God's going to work it for the good. No matter what I encounter or what comes my way, all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord who are the called according to His purpose. So when, when you get in this place right here, when you when you get in this place right here and you're in this dark place and you're in this place right here and you're praying and you're praying and the devil's telling you you're not doing no good, you don't feel chill bumps, you didn't shout today, somebody just ought to kick the devil in the head and say, I'm here, I'm here. So you get in this, hallelujah, you get in this dark place and then God gives you some light. You got a little faith, hey, I can make it, I'm standing in the light. But this light's not enough to carry me all the way to that back door, so I'll walk through this light. And I'll, Sheila said it, I'll walk this out, and I'll walk this out, and I'll walk this out, and I'll walk this out. And sometime I need to go back and pick up another scripture. When I don't see nothing happening, devil, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to learn to stand. When I don't feel nothing, I'm going to learn to stand. When I pray and nothing's happening, I'm not going to backslide. I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to pull away from God. If I get mad at heart, I can go to McDonald's. If I get upset at McDonald's, I can go to Arby's. I can go, I can go a dozen different places. But if I get upset at God, Buddha can't help me, Muhammad can't help me, Harry Krista can't help me. I have made up my mind. I can't afford anything to get between me and my Jesus. And somebody ought to praise him out loud. Somebody just ought to bless his name. Somebody ought to just give him a worship out loud. Hallelujah. So I've learned, I've learned. Every once in a while I'm not running and I'm not walking but devil I sure know how to stand I know how to stand and wait on God I know how to stand and worship when I'm wiping a tear I know how to stand and hold on when the heaven's silent I know how to stand and hold on when it looks like it's not going to turn around and I didn't get to be 80 or 58 years old by running every day I've stood a lot of these years but I'm still standing and I still love God and my mind's still made up and I've got the peace of the Lord and I've got the joy of the Lord and I've got the strength of the Lord but somebody's got to learn to stand I'm not quitting I'm not going to lay out of church I'm not going to back up I'm not going to quit praying I'm not going to quit living right I'm not going to throw in the towel I'm going to stand <laughs> hallelujah I'm still standing somebody ought to stand to your feet say it out loud devil I'm still standing I'm still here I am still standing. I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I'm still standing. I got hurt, but I'm still standing. I've been through the fire, but I'm still standing. 
carried a lot of loads, but I'm still standing. I've not always understood God, but I'm still standing. God ain't always let me be his pet. I have suffered at times. I have cried at times. I have drunk from both fountains, the bitter and the sweet. I know how to base and I know how to bound. I know how to stand on the mountaintop, but I know how to stand in the valley. I know how to rejoice in the blessings of God, but I know how to worship, hallelujah, when heaven is silent. Yes, I know how to praise him for his many, many blessings, but I've learned to worship him when his hands are crossed. He's still God and he's still good. And hallelujah, his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. So that time every once in a while, it's not every time, but every once in a while when you go from faith to faith, there's a moment of nothing happening. There's a moment when nothing's moving. There's a moment when nothing in you. Hallelujah. Listen to this. You don't have to walk when it's dark. Just stand. Just stand. Just stand. Wipe it here and worship him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel a strength in this house right now. Just lift your voice and worship him. Just raise your hallelujah when it's silent. Just hold on and magnify the Lord and bless the Lord and praise the Lord and exalt the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But he takes you from faith to faith. He takes you from faith to faith. He takes you from faith to faith. Now I want to get outside and that hallway's dark so I don't have enough faith to get me all the way outside to where that light is at that front door. But I've got enough faith to get me to that back door. And I believe when I get to that back door, there's going to be another light. There's going to be another faith that's going to walk me through that hallway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead and turn these lights back on. Hallelujah. I don't know whether it's a sickness. I don't know whether it's a home trouble. I don't know whether it's your finances. But somebody ought to tell the Lord. Hallelujah. I got prayed through about about 9 or 10 o'clock last night and I was telling the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't got no car payment right now, but I was telling the Lord I refuse to have more confidence in General Motors or Honda Credit Union or Ford Credit Union than I do you. Uh, there's times I didn't have enough money to go down and lay down twelve or 20000 for a vehicle. I had enough faith. Listen to this. I didn't have enough faith to get the whole vehicle. I had enough faith that I can make this payment and I can make that payment and I can make that payment and I can make that payment. Hallelujah. I don't know everything that lies between me and eternity. I don't know everything I'm going encounter but the time of the day till I breathe my last breath I just got faith in this God he's going to carry me through this and then when I face that he's going to carry me through that hallelujah then when I get to that he's going to carry me through that Corey Tinboom is a little girl she's just a little girl and her daddy's taking her on a trip and she gets to ride a train early that day she tells her daddy daddy I've never rode a train And I want to hold my ticket. I want to see my ticket. He said, baby, you don't need it. She said, but I want to hold it. I must see it, daddy. He said, why? She said, I just want to hold it. He said, honey, when you get to the train, I will put your ticket in your hand. I just spoke to somebody then. Well, I don't know what I would happen do if this happened. I don't know what I would do. My world would fall apart. When you get to that train, God's going to put that faith in your hand. He's going to put that grace in your hand. He's going to put that strength in your hand. You're going from faith to faith to faith. Hallelujah. I don't believe Joseph had enough faith that one day I'm going to stand before Pharaoh. He didn't even know everything that God was doing, but he had enough faith. He heard him talking. We're going to sell him. We're going 
going to sell him. Another said, no, we're going to kill him. And Reuben said, no, 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 we're not going. Another, and Judas, Judas stepped up and said, no, no. The worshiper stepped up and said, no, you, you can't kill him. And he pulled him out and he sold him. I believe Joseph had enough faith. You're not going to sell me to somebody that's going to mistreat me. You're not going to sell me to somebody that's going to do me wrong. And his faith didn't carry him all the way to Pharaoh's house, but it carried him down the thought of a man that was really kind that put Joseph over everything. And because he's over everything and he's God's man and he's doing good, society wants to tell us when things go bad, either God's mad at you, you miss God or you fail God. But sometime, sometime your world's shaking in the perfect will of God and you got to make up your mind, I'm going from faith to faith to faith. They threw him back in jail. They lied on him and they threw him back in jail. But his faith, hallelujah, said I still don't got enough faith right now to go all the way to Pharaoh's palace. But I got enough faith, I ain't not going to be beat tonight to death tonight in this jail. In the next 10 years, I'm going to survive. I'm going to be promoted. I'm going to be raised up. My faith is going to carry me from faith to faith to faith. And then his gift started working and he started interpreting dreams. And they and then he thought, surely this is what's going to bring me out. But he still did not have enough faith to get him all the way to Pharaoh's courts. But he had enough faith to carry him from day to day to day to day to day to day. I wish you'd turn around and tell somebody, quit beating yourself up. Your faith's brought you this far. You watch it carry you the rest of the way. Hallelujah. 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 I need to say that again. Quit beating yourself up. Others have given up and went back, but the faith you have in the living God, He that brought you this far, He's going to continue to move for you and make a way for you. Well, Brother Anthony, I feel, I feel, I feel my faith is weak. It's okay. You're about to step into a new faith. Hallelujah. You're going from faith to faith, from faith to faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wish, I wish I could go go to Murphy's Gas or Guff Gas or, or Shell Gas one time and fill up my little old Honda. I got about 95,000 miles. Fill it up one time and it carried me the next 100,000 miles. But the fact is that that one tank will carry me between 440 and, and 470 miles. And then I got to find me another gas pump and I got I to gotta refill again. Hallelujah. 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 I'm not going to leave here empty today. I'm not going to leave here discouraged today. All of our storms may not turn around. The devil may not die. All the battles may not turn, but I'm leaving here with a new faith. I'm leaving here with a new confidence. I'm leaving here refreshed. I'm leaving here renewed. I'm leaving here feeling the joy and the peace of the Lord. He's carrying you from faith to faith. He's taking you from faith to faith. I said he's taking you from faith to faith. You're going from faith to faith. Sunday morning we got dismissed. Hal's got to cook. We got chicken tonight. But I could preach three sermons right now. Feels so good. Preaching is... Sheila goes in the kitchen sometimes and says, what can I... You seek God. And you pray and you seek God. And then when he gives you two or three things, you feel like just running around the house. I get on Sheila's nerves. I know. I, I wake her up two or three o'clock in the morning. I say, babe, look at this. Look at this. Could you show me in the morning? <laughs> Sheila's so kind to me. Watch this. I'm not going to preach it, but watch this. When, Dave, when, when David and Joseph, we're going to talk about both of them. As Joseph goes into this, 
He, he started out just, just, just a son with a coat of many colors. Now as his pressure grows, he's promoted over everything a man has. Now he's, he faces another situation. He's thrown into prison. Immediately he's promoted over the prison. And then when he gets out, he's promoted. Then he goes through about 10 years here. Then he's promoted second under Pharaoh. Somebody please write this down. You can ask me questions about it. I've got this scripture here. We're changed from faith. We go from faith to faith. You are also changed from glory to glory. The higher the pressure, the greater the glory. Don't, don't, don't you walk out of this further away from God than you used to be. Don't you walk out of this thing with the less anointing. I told the devil about facing something about three years ago. I told the devil. I, I said, I see you fight me and I see what you'd like to do. But I'm telling you, I'm not crawling out of this and discouraged. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Lord. He that started a good work is going to finish it. But when I come out of this thing, I'm going to be closer to God. You're taking a gamble on me, devil, that I'll backslide, that I'll quit. I'm not going to quit. When I come out of this thing, when he's tried me, I'm coming forth as pure gold. Hallelujah. We're going from glory to glory to glory to glory. Hallelujah. David started out with, listen to this, David started out as Jesse's son that nobody believed in and nobody liked. He started out. So his first trial, he's put back there by himself. That's his first trial. All of a sudden, here comes a lion and a bear and he kills him. His glory changes. Now he's no longer just the unloved son. He's the bear killer. Say what you want to. They may not like him, but they have to respect him. Did you hear that? I said they may not like him, but they have to lift up their head when this boy walks in the room. Hallelujah. Say what you want to. He may not look like us or act like us, but he's no sissy. That's a line killer. Hallelujah. 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 You ought to make up your mind. They may tell their dirty jokes in life and mock you, but you ought to fight the devil in such a way when you walk in that room. They have a respect for you. Hallelujah. There's a man of God. There is a woman of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David didn't demand their respect. His life in secret earned their respect. I wish somebody could hear that. I said David didn't get in their face and say you got to respect me. That secret life he had. He was who he was when he was in the wilderness by himself. He was a man of God. He was a warrior. Hallelujah. So now his battle has got bigger, but so has his glory. His glory's got bigger. So now he goes down. He thinks they've respected him a little bit at home, so he goes down to the battle to see about his brothers. Here's all this embarrassment in front of all of Saul's army. David's brothers are well known. If you study Bible history, they were well known in Saul's army. So, so David walks in. They know I killed the burn line. I finally get a little respect. Why'd you come down? Did you come down to see how the battle's firing? The pressure, he's at the end of his faith. And all of a sudden, this giant steps out. Send me a man out to fight me. This pressure's shaking Israel. Even the great King Saul is trembling. 
David stands there in the middle of all this pressure. And when he walks out of this pressure, he, 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 when he gets his faith, his faith takes him to Saul. David did not have enough faith when he left home. I am persuaded to face Saul. But by the time, he, or excuse me, to face Goliath, the time he's down there picking up those stones and the spirit of the Lord begins to move on him, he begins to tell Saul, I don't need your armor. I was back there taking care of those sheep and those lions, them lambs and that lion and I got him by the beard and I slew him and the same God that anointed me that time is going to anoint me this time and a faith stands up in David and David stands before Goliath and he belittles him and he mocks him and David said oh sir you messed with the wrong one this time I'm not I'm not some heathen I'm a child of the living God hallelujah I don't come to you in the name of David I come to you in the name of the Lord hallelujah hallelujah and David steps into that faith and when he does he faces that Goliath and David's glory goes now he's no longer just Jesse's unloved son and he's no longer just the lion killer he is the giant killer hallelujah 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 ain't no way ain't no way God's going to trust you to go through some of the pressures you're going and allow you to come out with the same anointing you used to have I believe you're going to come out with a greater anointing I believe you're going to come out with the power of God and the peace of God and the presence of God hallelujah would somebody be bold and stand to your feet and say I want more of God I want more of God I desire more of God I long for more of God my soul thirsts and yearns for more of the living God as the heart pan after the water brook so thirsteth my soul after the oh God I want more of God hallelujah somebody's going from faith to faith you're going from faith to faith but brother Hattie I don't know how I'm going to make it I don't know what's way ahead of me don't worry about what's ahead of you consider the lilies of the field they soul not do they neither do they tall but the master that takes care of that little flower the master I got to need I got to working on this sermon I got to praying about I got to think about that little sparrow out there scratching that pinched my finger about, about like late last night I, I called Sheila was up take care of my family my parents and I called her and she usually has her phone off. She must be on the back porch or something. She answered. And I said, I said, babe, I'm grazing, I'm I'm aging gracefully. She said, What do you mean? I said, I'm out here. I said, I've never thought about a bird feeder in my life. I'm out here hanging me a bird feeder. <laughs> I'm aging gracefully. I was out there fixing my back, pinching my finger, pinching. But before Anthony went, hung a bird feeder. The master considered that little old bird. Hallelujah. 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 For that was Anthony Wynn or a bird feet of the master. And don't you know if he takes care of that little old bird, he's going to take care of you. And I know this is easier for me to preach than it is for you to live. But I, I'm telling you, I've been in prayer and I've heard from the Lord what you're worrying about way down the road. You watch him fix it. But you ain't going to see it all today, but he's going to take care of you today. He's going to take care of you tomorrow. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He's going he to make a way. And, and, and you're going to lose your today's joy worrying about five years down the road. So, somebody gently put it in the hand of the Lord. Would you gently put it in the hand of the Lord? Fix what you can. Don't, don't break yourself worrying over what you can't fix. You're going from faith to faith. David did not have enough faith that one day I'm going to be king of Israel. 
Because I hear his psalms. Then that hour I watered my pill and I sought you. I, I, I hear his psalms. So, so David's got enough faith. I'll make it. I'll kill this giant. And he thinks when he kills this giant, life's going to finally level out and be good. And I just spoke to somebody's heart right now. When you thought life was going to level out and be good, from the one direction you didn't think it would ever come, now Saul, here's a lady singing. Saul's killed his thousands, but David's killed his ten thousands. And an evil spirit got a hold of this precious man. And he began to hate David. He began to be jealous of David. He began to bargain in his mind, how can I get rid of him? And it got to such a point that he picks up a javelin, a spear. Saul was a tall man. It was probably a five to six foot spear with, a, with a, at least a six inch metal, metal arrow on, on the end of it. And he slings it and barely misses David. Now David said, I'm back in a dark place. But God, my faith that took me to that line brought me past that line. My faith that took me to Goliath slew Goliath. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now now I don't have enough faith way down the road. But I got enough faith. You ain't going to kill me tonight, Saul. And you're not going to kill me tomorrow. And I'm going to make it the next day. And then Saul raises up inside his army, raises up like a like an elite army inside his army to go chase David. Even chases him. He hears of him in four nations, and he's trying to chase David. Even Doeg even raises up and kills kills just just a large amount of the priesthood, trying to get him to reveal where David is to slay David. David goes from faith to faith to faith. This man has spent a large part of his elder later life trying to destroy David. David's hiding in a cave from his enemy. Abner and Saul, they're tired. They come and they rest at the edge of the edge of the cave, and they fall asleep. The guard falls asleep, and David goes down. And the enemy whispers to him, "You can slay him right now." And you remember that anointing that old Samuel prophesied over you when he anointed you, you'd be king. You kill him. He's all that's standing in your way. And I believe David standing there and looking down at that one, and his his life or death was in his hand. And he said, if God called me and if God anointed me, I'm not going to do it by myself. I want God to do it. Hallelujah. That's one of the hardest choices you'll make. There'll be opportunities live for the enemy. will offer you opportunities sometime for you to promote yourself. But you just got to wipe a tear and say, it's God that's raised me up. I'm going to let God work this out. I'm going to let God, hallelujah, hallelujah. In fact, I wish somebody put something in the hand of God right now. Lord, I'm taking my hand back off of it. And he reached down and he barely cut the skirt of his garment off. He said, I'm not going to touch God's anointing. I'm, if God started this, God will finish it. And he went from faith to faith. And then I want to preach this a minute. Then even after this, he gets down in the woods of Zerf and he gets so discouraged. He gets so broken. And, he, and he's at the end of his faith and he don't see no faith beyond this and God sent Jonathan to hold up David's hand hallelujah the Bible said to strengthen his hand hallelujah I'm going to be the first to stand but would anybody just in the building stand and say thank you Lord many times 
at the end of my faith, you've sent somebody to call me, to come by, to visit me, to pray for me, to hold my hands up right at the end of my faith. I feel the presence of the Lord in here right now, right at the end of your faith. When David's in the woods, God sends, sends Jonathan down to strengthen his hand. God, thank you, thank you for every time you've sent somebody that's emailed me or texted me or called me or got to me. Now let's turn this around. God, I volunteer today. Could I be a strength to somebody? Would you lead me to somebody who feel like they're at the end of this faith and they're stood and they don't know how to stand? Hallelujah. 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 I felt this since in the middle of the night. Put me on, put me on camera too back here. Put, put, put focus me in on camera too. I felt this and since the middle of the night. Somebody's going to hear this program. It's been dealing with an addiction. A hundred types of addictions and you get free. And you feel like you're free. But you're worried about what, what if I lap six months? What if I lap in three weeks or six months? Quit tormenting yourself. God that's brought you this far, just trust Him. Just walk today. Just walk today. Just trust Him today. Just worship Him today. Just praise Him today. Just glorify Him today. Hallelujah. Go home, lay down and rest and get up and praise Him in the morning and love Him in the morning and draw close to Him in the morning. Hallelujah. 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 You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to figure it all out. God's going to heal some hopes. God's going to turn some situations around. God's going to move in some medical pursuit. God's going to make a way where there seemeth to be no way. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord is going to raise up a standard against him. Would you come back to the music? I'm not through preaching, but I feel a strength in here and I don't want it to pass. Would stand to your feet, somebody walk and stand in this altar. Just ask the Lord, God, I need strength today. I need encouragement today. Help me to know how to go from faith to faith. Help me to know how to move from faith to faith. Help me to know how to reach from faith to faith. Help me to know how to move from faith to faith. Help me to know how to reach from faith to faith. Hallelujah. 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 This kid and Whitley and Jeffrey in the hospital. That pregnancy, those first months or 30 days, that last month's a thousand days. You may be in a season of your life, it feels like this month has a thousand days in it. But God's telling somebody, I'm going to touch your faith. I'm going to visit you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to strengthen you. Right, right where you are, would you begin to pray and ask the Lord? Keith Green used to sing, my eyes are dry, my faith is cold. My heart's cold. My faith is weak. God's going to bring somebody to just a fresh faith today. Just a simple confidence. I'm going to take care of you. Just a simple confidence. I'm going to move for you. Just a simple confidence. I'm not going to let go of you. God's going to bring somebody from faith to faith. I don't see no way out, but I feel a new faith. Look where you are today. You're in church. You're standing. Look where you are. Don't you know God's going to honor that? 
Somebody to seek, begin to pray. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. You ask me how it is. I'm still standing. You've wondered how I made it through this storm. I can't boast of any special powers. No, there's no secret. I just held on and I held. You see, I don't claim to be a hero, and I don't have all the answers. I just held on till the storm was over. Not because I'm good, not because I'm great, not because I'm strong. I just held Tell you now that things are finally happening. I've got blessings I can call my own. But many times I wondered if I would make it while I was wondering. Lord, I just kept holding on. Just hell. 